What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. To Damn It with me, Beaver. I am actually joined by a couple of different people that we had on last week, Tim and Erica and Rusty. But before we get to them, I have a major announcement to make. And that is that my family grew by four feet. Four fuzzy little, big attitude, tiny little feet. I have adopted a little dog named Henry. I will put pictures on on social media. Some of you might have already seen it because I have multiple Twitter accounts and I have posted pictures of him. He is from a hoarding situation in Louisiana. He has some medical conditions right now and hopefully his hair will grow back. Uh, He has lost most of his teeth due to uh, the issues that he's had, Um, but he is spunky and an attitude. Um, We're working with him right now because he does have, I'm going to call it, anger issues. (laughs) That's all I can say. (laughs) He has these moments where he wants us to pet him and he kind of comes to us and wants to love us. And then all of a sudden he'll snap and run back to his little crate where his safe space is. So I have a feeling that he did not have any type of affection in the situation that he was in. Um, I'm hoping his hair grows back because he's pretty much no hair (laughs) from halfway down his stomach all the way through his back. Um, The rescue did treat him for a skin condition that he did have and actually took care of everything, all his testing, all his shots. He is neutered. Um, He had all his dental and everything done. So they were really good about everything. Um, I'm just hoping that he does acclimate to the environment here in my home Uh, because sometimes he has the Napoleon complex. He's about, they said nine pounds, but he feels a lot lighter than nine pounds. And he is just 2000% attitude. That's what I'm going to (laughs) say. So I'm going to put some pictures out there, but I had to share this because I'm so happy to have another dog. And he is a little bit of a project, um, you know, just to try to get him to uh, adjust to an actual dog life. Um, I, like I said, I honestly think that he doesn't even know what affection is because it's kind of like he likes it, but then he's like, Ooh, this stranger's touching me. And he likes uh, bacon. I he saw does. That. He does. I have learned that with bacon, all things are possible. He <laughs> absolutely loves bacon and he does love his little uh, treaties. Um, he's adjusting to his uh, gizzard and heart pate. Ugh. Oh my gosh, God, that stuff gross. smells so bad. But the the dogs need the organ meat because I'm trying mm. to give them healthier options and a lot of the dog food because of all the sugars and like weird chemicals that they put in the food. Uh, so I've been doing more holistic type meals and 
I will tell you there is nothing that will make you not want to eat in the morning than waking up to a crock pot that you put some chicken broth and gizzards and hearts and stuff in because I literally thought I was going to have to like burn the house down this morning because it smelled so bad. Yeah, anyway, no thanks. Yeah, right. So I have these, so I just want to make that announcement. Uh, I have Timmy the pilot and Lord Reverend Professor Rusty Lugnuts and Miss Erica all back because I don't feel like we touched on growing up before computers and all of that as much as we could have. There's so many things that we I thought about talking about. And so we're going to jump in because Erica sent me this hysterical video about the playground uh, with the merry-go-round and the kids like literally have it spinning so fast that if they jump at it and they grab on their legs still hang out hysterical and there was always something that we would do on the playground that was I don't think the full intention of the equipment that it was meant for does anybody remember the weirdo sliding boards that didn't really slide all the time and they were like they were just weird, right? Yeah, I want to say something real quick. What? Um, when you first started describing Henry, mm-hmm. I could have swore you were describing Erica because you said like this small, furry little thing with short legs and attitude and... And hairless? Well, almost. Only hairless on the bottom, apparently. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, I was, wow. I was confused oh. for a second. Yeah, okay. Sounds like a cute dog. Yeah. Uh, all right, so back to what you were saying. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Sliding boards that didn't slide. That's, uh, so, you know, like the slides, the not sliding boards, but what are they called? Just oh, like slides. Yeah, they would, the big okay, metal so slides. They were metal, right. And if metal, it was yeah. hot out, you'd burn the sh- heck out of yourself oh, right. trying to go down them and you couldn't do it. You have to have pants on or they just wouldn't slide. you just get stuck. Your skin would be like, that was horrible. But we figured out a way to get on them slides. Remember wax paper? I know yeah. what wax paper is. Yeah. It still exists. That was our oh, secret. man, you did that not. Was our yes, I, that was make our secret. wax paper slides. Yes, yeah. No, we didn't make the, sl- the slide. You, you sit on the wax paper and you go down the slide. I'm telling you, you go 10 times faster. Well, it's I'm going to have to try that if there's an old am, metal sliding board right. somewhere. Oh my God, Holly, please. Okay, hold on. Just on the off chance that that actually works, I don't suggest we try it. I mean, that's like a headline. Injured <laughs> mom, mom injured using wax paper, flies off slide, cracks tailbone. <laughs> I'll go so fast, I'll launch myself into like a group of kids and land on them or something. Marcy, haven't you ever went down a slide with wax paper? Seriously. No, no, we never. No, I, Timmy. I, no. You know, wasn't ever fortunate enough to have somebody bring a roll of wax paper paper to the playground. You with can't them. bring the whole roll and your mother would kill you. You, just, you. you swipe a couple of sheets from the kitchen and that's what we use. No, we weren't that smart, I guess. I guess Jimmy was not. on the playground when they used to still eat raw hot dogs, so you know. What? What? <laughs> you know how the, he had the wax paper because his mom probably packed him a sandwich and they used the yep. wax paper and then yep. he sat on it one day and end, ended up getting pushed down the slide. He's like, oh, look, I went and faster. And it worked, <laughs> right? It worked. Have you, have, you, have you ever slid down, went down the slide and then come back, try to get back up? Yeah, I've Someone? walked up the slides. Huh. Yeah. That was always a thing. Have you ever fell off the slide? But you always had to try. Okay, so when you try to go up the slide, it was always that you had to try to run and you couldn't grab onto the sides. That was the game that yep. we used to play. I mean, so, 
Think about the fact, okay, we had the monkey bars, right? And you said jump up, climb on the monkey. You're supposed to go like a monkey. Oh, God. Like here we go. Hang and swing and, go, right? and swing, and you're supposed to grab one at a time. Was that what we did? No. You climbed up, you got on the top of it, and you attempted to walk across, across. the monkey bars yeah, on the, the, the top bars. of it. Like, we didn't stay on the bottom. We we got all the way up there, one leg over, haul your ass up there, walk across the top of the monkey bars. That was the game. I or, mean, any, you know. Or you would had one person sit on top, and then other people would try to actually swing across the middle, and you try to whack their hands as they're going to see if you could knock them off. Right. <laughs> Right. I mean, everything was about winning. I'm telling you, right? And that's why I mean, we had the winning spirit in America. <laughs> but yeah. too, we didn't have all that soft stuff to land on like they do now. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't all have soft stuff, stuff to land like on. All soft stuff. We had rocks and sticks and dirt. And, yeah, it was dirt well, or grass. That's it. There was. Uh, yeah. Well, for us, we were just lucky because I guess we lived in Florida. Everything was sand. So right, we sand's had, right. Sand's better. Yeah. But now they have that like same stuff that the pro football teams use that and the, the NFL, and stuff. the stuff that's like that little tiny beaded rubber. Yeah. It's like you know, it's yeah. supposed to it's supposed to be a cushion. I, I I have no idea. I don't even know what the what those things are. Other than the swings, I don't recognize anything on a playground anymore. Have you been on a doing. swing in a long time? Um, probably. I mean, it's probably been like five years. Okay, you know. Well, yeah, okay, but yeah. I my nephew. Well, probably about five or more years. He wanted to go over to the play. There's a playground like a block and a half from my house. And he was here visiting and he asked me to go with him. And then he begged me to go on the swing. And I'm like, am I going to break this? <laughs> <laughs> so I went on it and then I'm like, wow, this is so much fun. Why haven't, why don't I do this like every day? This is so much fun. I know. I mean, I did have fun when I did it five years ago, but it has been a while. Yeah. Have you ever tried swinging so hard you went completely over the top? We everybody tried, tried to do that, that, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You would just get like, like, I've never done it. I've never been able to go around. Somebody told me that they did one time, but I kind of find it hard to believe. No, I don't but, know if I don't, I don't believe anyone's ever done it. I mean, you got to that point where, where you you're like air. You would catch air and be like, oh, shit. No, no, and then no. that was it. You're done. You're yeah, like, okay, You would good, get almost even with the bar. Like you were almost straight right. out, it almost right. seemed. Then that was the point where you're yep. like, nope, no more. No, no more. more. <laughs> no, <laughs> no <can't do> <laughs> more. Well, that's because you got up there. And then when you stopped, then you started falling different than the way you swung up. So that when you got closer to the bottom, it jerked you. Bam. Yes. You weren't doing It'd knock you right out of it. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. when you would get up to a certain height, you always had to try to jump, right? Yeah. And then oh, you yeah. had, and there was always this jumping contest to see who could jump the furthest from the swing in oh. the air. Yep. <laughs> yep. There was another thing we did too. Have you ever sat on slides sideways and played bash for neighbor? Because you had slides, or not slides, I mean swings. That oh, like yeah. <laughs> and you sit on the seat, straddle the seat, and then you go the other way and you try to bash your neighbor. Or I mean, lay on your stomach. Yes. Lay on your stomach and, and yeah. like you could fly. Yeah. You had to keep yeah. trying to get yourself going and they put your arms out like you were flying. So it was always about flying or jumping when we were kids. 
or knocking other kids off. Like, that was it. It was, I mean, that was it. All right, you're forgetting one. You're forgetting one. What am I forgetting? You got three or four of your friends swinging, and you tried to run in between them and stop while they were passing by, and then you'd try to make it to the next one, and he'd pass, and you'd you'd miss it, and they'd freaking smack you. (laughs) You go flying. Yep, it's like bowling for kids. They were so no, bowling for kids. You know, I yeah, was but- thinking about it when I was listening to last week's podcast, and I was like, Timmy fought with everybody in the neighborhood. It was always like, get your bike, go fight, go after school, go fight, go fight. <laughs> they I were always beating each other up. We we still um, went out at recess or even in gym class, not mm-hmm. even free play, like instructed playtime. We played dodgeball. <laughs> We still played games where you were taught how to whip objects at each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yes, yeah, dodgeball was, was and the we best. Li- and, we, and we liked it, right? And we liked it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> tell me this. Did any, y'all, did any of y'all ever play? And I only we only did this one year, and I think it was banned the next year, but it is a real game. British Bulldog. No. No. All right, so it was kind of like opposite of... Um, of tag or it was it was kind of sort of the same as tag so you had a field one person was it and then your goal was you started at one end and you tried to make it to the other side and the person that was it if they grabbed you and picked you up where your feet left the ground then they became it with you and then everybody would run back again and when they'd try it was it was brutal it was brutal. It was banned shortly after, but it's it's a real. Uh, I mean, that sounds like fraternity hazing. <laughs> we, we used to play. Like, yeah, we played red light, green light, and stuff like that. Sorry, Rusty. We we didn't go to like the special school for the kids in trouble. I can't think of what I it mean, is right now. We played juvie. red rover. We didn't go to juvie. We yeah, played Red Rover, Rover where yeah. you could, you know, you close line your friends, somebody, you know, right? They come across. You were like, lift your. I mean, and you conspired with the person next to you oh, to yeah. clothesline the kid. Oh, yeah, like, you know, you're yeah, I, and you, you know. would always try to look for the person you hated the most and call them over. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh my yep. gosh, you know and they just. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think I think those games they were more fun. They made us hardier. They, you're 100 percent correct they made us not be pussies let's just say that right. they, they kind of determined the they toughened you up and they made you strong in character and everything it's it is not everyone's our feelings weren't hurt so badly not everything was so darn serious it was a game right you know uh, how about the one kid when in dodgeball the one or two kids that could not be hit could just pull off the greatest freaking moves to keep from getting hit yeah. and they'd be like the last one out there dodging everything right and no, mad ninja dumpy. skills just, mad ninja skills oh yeah just it was yeah i hated yeah, those I, kids no, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> we was after them kids later on because they, you know, <laughs> they thought they were so slick so we tried to figure other ways to get even with them you thought you were good i just tripped you down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. I've never done that. I've never done that. Stairs, could you, kid? <laughs> or see him coming down the hall and you open up your locker and you slam oh, into it. Yeah. Kind of- <laughs> uh, something that will build your character is American Pride Roasters coffee. 
because you will drink the coffee, you will get the caffeine, you will get the energy, you'll get the boost. (laughs) (laughs) And right now you can get all of the good holiday flavors that they have to offer. So go to American Pride Roasters Coffee and get your liquid courage today. (laughs) Just going to put it there. (laughs) Wish we had that back when we was young. Yeah, right. How old were you when you started drinking coffee? Do you remember? Uh, I was in I was in college, like when I, you know, on my own, not mm-hmm. like a some random Sunday donut thing with my parents where they were giving me sugar with a bunch of coffee or, you know, whatever, yeah. like coffee milk or something. I can't even remember what my mom called it. I think I was in college, like sophomore in college. I think I started drinking coffee on a regular basis. I think I started when I was around 14 because everybody drank coffee or tea in the house. So mm-hmm. I, I drank tea for a while. Me and my mom and grandmother used to drink tea, so. I drank so, that and I got, you know, I'm thinking, I'm not drinking tea anymore. I'm going to be a man now. I want some coffee. Right. Is that uh-huh. why you're so uh-huh. little? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Stunted his growth. I never, I never started drinking coffee. I don't like it today. I've got to have coffee. I love coffee. I was probably 11 or 12. Uh, my grandmother, it was one of those things, both of my grandmothers, actually, when you walked in the house, they started a pot of coffee. It didn't matter yeah. if it was nine o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock at night. You walked in the house, pot of coffee went on and you would sit there and you would drink that whole pot of coffee with her and then be done. So, yeah, I mean, and we used to always play card games and stuff. So it was always like a cup of coffee and then one grandmother bought baked goods. The other one always made her own. So you had like a baked good, a a cup of coffee and that's it. Yep, we play. I used to play cribbage with my grandmother when she would make stuff, and yeah. she made awesome stuff though. But we played cribbage and drank coffee and ate good food with her. Pinochle, yeah, pinochle. And my other grandmother was progressive rummy. Oh, or she was or, a rebel. Yeah, or Yahtzee. Yeah, yep. my grandmother. My grandmother Uker, loved Uker was my family. Euchre's regional. Do people actually play board games anymore? Because I feel like they're kind of going by the wayside. Like, people don't really do that anymore. Uh, we play all the old ones. Yeah. Like, sorry. We play Sorry. We play Uno. Like, they, you know, <gasps> that's always fun. And Uno. now they have this super, I mean, I, I guess that's an old game. We play Monopoly, but that takes forever. Those are some serious games. Well, you know. m- wait, well wait. the reason Monopoly takes so long is because people don't play like it's supposed to be played. And it won't, it, if you play it like it's supposed to be played, it doesn't take that long. Oh, it oh, takes you, a long time. Are you supposed to play it? Beat up your neighbors and take all their money? I, yeah, I no. Care. So traditionally, people just play, you know, they roll, they land on a spot, and they decide whether or not they want to buy that property. And then, you know, if they don't, then it's like the next person's turn. That's not how the game is played. That's not the rules. The rules are you roll, you land on a property, you either buy it or it goes up for auction immediately. I've never, never heard of that. It's in the official. It's in the rules. Oh, we just either bought it or we you know, passed it to the next person. That's why it takes so long. It's still no. We play where it goes up for auction immediately, but it still takes a long time because we let the banker make loans, and it goes. Oh, no. I mean, somebody's got to run out of money. But yeah, we play board games, and mm-hmm. um, like both my kids play chess. We play chess, and that's a battle. Like right now, there's a chess game going on on my coffee table. It's between me and my son, but 
we're not sitting there playing it. I'll go down and when I walk by it, uh, if he moved, it's my move and I'll move. Mm -hmm. And the next time he'll walk by. Uh, Those are just games that we do all the time. That's cool. Now, I want to go back to Uno because have you ever played Dirty Uno? I put yes. Not with my children, but yes. Oh. (laughs) Dirty Uno. So if we're playing, the four of us are playing, and I lay a draw two, and Rusty is next, and he has a draw two, he doesn't pick up. He puts his draw two down. And then the next person goes, if they don't have a draw two, they got to pick up four cards. If they do have a draw two, they get to lay it down. It doesn't matter what color or anything, as long as it's draw two. And then it just keeps going until the next the person who doesn't have a draw two and then they have to pick up all of the cards all of the draw twos same for draw fours that game can get so out of control so quickly if you have the people lined up with the right amount of cards uh they have that and they have the one they have the you know where you and where you have the card where you can make your own rules now yeah, right. so we, you um, they, where where you can sometimes make your own rules. Yeah, my daughter likes to do um, you know, uh, pick a person who has to finish the game with an accent, shit like that. <laughs> then you have to finish the game talking <laughs> like like you're all from England. I mean, it's ridiculous, but it's fun. Yeah, I like, like playing fun. more games. I don't uh, know if everyone does it though. We actually got uh, so because of the dirty Uno, and plus you're going to have like a ton. I have a bunch of different decks put together, but right. I just found an all black, all the black cards in one deck. Nice. So you can have like you, I added that. So there's like a ton of extra draw fours, a ton of extra draw twos, skips, reverses, That's all of that. Awesome. Uh, I love that. It is so much fun. I love playing Uno, and it always reminds me of my one grandmother because we played that all. I mean, we she had a size. She had a huge box that was just full of Uno cards, and we could play almost a whole game without having to reshuffle all the cards. Because it was yes. like ridiculous. I still love that. I mean, we play War. Like if you're just sitting around, we're bored. We'll just whip out a deck of cards and play War. Yeah, <laughs> that, that really brought families together back then. I mean, that was. You're right. It you did. Have a lot of fun. People, you get mad or you get just laugh. Everybody get laughing about something. And, just but talking about things. It, it it brought conversation. It brought memories. But it also taught you the win-lose portion of life. Because yeah, right. you're not always going to win. You're, you're going to lose sometimes. So, yeah, I... I, I love the board games and I like that sometimes just the conversation that would flow during those games where you're playing cards and you find out different pieces of history of family or old memories or it'll bring up a, a something that your parents did as a kid. Like I learned some weird stuff about my mom. I really right. didn't need to know from my grandmother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because you're just sitting here. I mean, it was a time to share. It's a time to share. I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I think that's lacking from a lot of, of things these days. But yeah, indirectly you did learn because it's like I you know, last show I talked about fighting, you know, around the neighborhood. We didn't we didn't brutally kill each other. I mean it was just fist fighting and just silly silly stuff. But I mean it was turf wars. But what mm-hmm. you learn is if you turf got your butt, Yeah, if you got your butt kicked, you'd go learn like my older brothers would teach me more how to fight, you know, how to dodge, you know, duck and all this stuff. So we we do that. He taught me. Mm-hmm. So once you once you beat up somebody else, you're going, hey, I did it. So now I'm the winner. So now you learn that there's always somebody that's going to be better than you. Mm-hmm. So you just try to keep getting better, and better. But you don't think about it when you're doing it. You just 
the reward is really, really good because you're succeeding at something, even though it's fighting, whatever. It, it, it's really good. And we never realized that. You never realized it? Okay. Well, before we get into the bottom of this app, I got me to pull I want you to go to my link tree, which is pinned to the top of all of my social media, or you can just go to linktr.ee slash dammitbeaver and click on the top link, Canines for Warriors. This is the dog rescue of the month. Uh, and this helps with veteran suicide. It helps with people with PTSD, dramatic brain, traumatic brain injuries, and more. So you're donation helps these people rescue dogs from shelter and have them trained to help a veteran with their issues. Um, So your money actually goes double because it saves a dog and it helps a veteran. So you can go to caninesforwarriors.org or hit my link tree up for the link and make a donation today. These, uh, I can't even say enough about this organization with the fact that they're saving two lives. Uh, you know, helping our veterans is very important, especially uh, with all of that they go through and everything that they do to keep us free. And these dogs that just, they need a lo- they need some homes, they need some loving, and they need a mission. And they have that, just mm-hmm. saving veterans. So uh, Canine for Warriors, if you can make a donation, you know, use the hashtag damn it. We're going to be coming back in the second half and we're going to discuss more fun things from our childhood, things that we did that were crazy, and maybe some more revelations. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. It's original. It's bold. It's patriotic. It's American. It's American pride. It's American Pride Roasters Coffee. Historically, great coffee. AmericanPrideRoasters.com Recently discovered in a small subsection of the Green New Deal, the United States Air Force is moving away from conventional explosive ordnance. Being considered to replace these terrible weapons are more ecologically friendly weapons, such as cat coolers, to be used like anvils in a wily Coyote cartoon. Recently declassified audio from deep inside Cheyenne Mountain. Genital, come quick. The Chinese have taken over the island beachhead. What should we do? Release the cat coolers! The first cat cooler dropped, activated a volcano on impact. The cooler still has ice in it and was used as a life raft by 26 island refugees. China has signaled their unconditional surrender and it is anticipated that the cat cooler will never again be used in such a destructive way. What? China surrendered, G.I. Joe! No more drop a cat cooler! No coolers were harmed in the making of this ad, but the island is a total loss. Cat coolers does not recommend dropping coolers from planes but the video is really cool and it's still illegal to smuggle a cat into New Mexico. Oh, hot. Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. 
You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. Mojo50.com, where you can get your Doc Thompson fan gear, your accessories, all kinds of apparel. The Spend a Little, Save a Lot Home Improvement Book, written by Brad Staggs of the Daily Mojo. And you can also get the KBMD CBD oil. Uh, it is a $15 discount if you use the promo code Mojo50. If you want to purchase more than one uh, bottle, you will need to do separate checkouts. Uh, to get that discount off of each bottle. And then there's the shows and the schedule and the most important, the donate button. If you're feeling charitable and want to keep a free speech platform going, make your one-time or recurring monthly donation because we all want to hashtag live free. So welcome back, Tim and Erica and Lord Reverend Professor Rusty J. Lugnuts. Um <laughs> What did you just say? Jeez. <laughs> oh, I don't know. All right. So, I want a name like that. Well, you have to have all of these titles and yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's going to require you to do more than just surf the internet there, Timothy. Um, but yeah. let's get into, Rusty had brought up during the break, about road trips. Now, I think we did touch a little bit on those last time, the first episode, but what what games? I mean, you had to entertain yourself because you didn't have a smartphone or a laptop or anything like that. How did you entertain yourself on road trips? A punch bug. Okay, but so... That sounds like fun. That's what we did, kind of. I mean, uh, hopefully those were short road trips. How much? You can't do 12 hours of punch bug. I mean, you know, that was just like whenever you thought about it, you know. Whenever you saw one. Oh, so it was the entire time. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. What is is punch bug? Um, It's when you see a Volkswagen bug and you punch the person next to you if you see it first. And you have to announce the color. Yeah, punch bug red. Yep, punch red. I never heard of that. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, um, we just we just did it when we see, seen a, a license plate from out another state when we travel across the country. Okay. That's the and one thing just, that we did. We always did the license plate game, so you could see how many states you could find. Yeah, well, we kind of did the punch thing too. So every time a car went by with a different license plates, when we got them. Not shocked that you had some type of violent game. I mean, you're all about beating right. up the neighborhood kids all the time. So everything oh. in your life, and God, I'm so glad I wasn't alive when you were a kid, Timmy. Right? Well, look, look, they beat up on me a lot too. Okay, I was a recipient <laughs> quite a few times. Okay, let's get this straight. I was the baby boy. So all right, all right, all right. We'll let that go. What about? Okay, this is another weird thing that we used to do: uh, trying to identify the roadkill. <laughs> yeah. We did identify the roadkill. We also called that Would You Eat It? Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, we did that (laughs) for sure. Yep. We played that game. I mean, I, I, we spent not a ton of time driving 
everybody, all family was really far away, except for my brothers and I and my parents. We were the only ones that lived sort of up in the Northeast. Everybody else was either in Louisiana or they were in Michigan. So when we went there, it usually wasn't a road trip. And that, I mean, the road trips we took were insane. Like I can remember trying to fly there for Christmas and the flights getting canceled and us getting stuck in Philadelphia and my dad deciding to lie to the Hertz rental car guy at the airport and tell him that we were going to have a route. It was going to be round trip and it wasn't. We were totally going to leave the car in Kalamazoo, Michigan when we got there. And my dad proceeded to drive us all night from Philly to Kalamazoo, Michigan in this Hertz rental car that wasn't even big enough for four people, much less six. And it was insanely cold and blizzard, and we were jam-packed in there with no luggage, by the way, because that was on the freaking plane, okay? So we're all jammed in there to try to get to Kalamazoo, Michigan for Christmas. Like, road trips did not go well in my family. They were hard. They were hard. We didn't really take a lot of road trips. Um. We would go with my neighbor uh, to his rental. Like he had like a rental on a lake or something. We would go up there and go like camping and stuff. We didn't do a ton of road trips, um, but the few that we did, it was always like stupid little games like (laughs) identify the roadkill. I think my brother at one point wanted to play I Spy. Here's the problem. It has to be something inside the car and there's limited. And he would always I spy outside of the car and it would be like 10 miles it's down the gone. road before he would be like, oh, well, you remember that sign back there that had the yellow mark on it? That's what it was. That's my I spy yellow. And I'm like, I can <laughs> tell you that all over Southern Canada, like not all the way over, but um, Nova Scotia, the whole Eastern like line of Canada right there. I do remember we took... My dad rented an RV for us to take a two-week RV trip, and we went up into Canada, and like we got, I'll put the RV on the boat in Bar Harbor, Maine, and went up into Canada and drove across, and uh, the game that we played, not me, I just got to watch this game, was um, every trailer stop where we would park and hook up and whatever, right? The Mm -hmm. game was, which one of my brothers can hook up with a trailer chick? That got that game got played. <laughs> How about you, Rusty? <laughs> um, our road trips were uh, from South Florida to Okemos, Michigan. Oh Okemos, Michigan. Wow. Yep. yep. Wow, that's far. A, yeah, it was what? It's like eight hundred and fifty miles. Yeah. Um, and Mom would try to drive it straight through every time. Uh, and she did, but boy, did do you have family in Okemos? Yeah. Oh, you'll do. Cool. Yep. Um, so, yeah, and we played. I it seems like we had like little, uh, we had books and stuff to, I don't remember. There were road trip games in them, but I'll be, I can't remember. What Did you have like a pickup truck and all the kids sat in the back of a pickup truck? No, it was a station wagon. It was a 70 something Hornet station wagon. Do you have like little road trip Othello and road trip? Like yes. little tiny games. Remember yes. those where you had like the little miniature road trip. You sunk my battleship that you could yep. hold in your hand and you just play it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. awesome. The trip was over. It was spread all over the car. It had been knocked and there's pieces <laughs> everywhere. And yep. yep. Did yep. you guys pull a trailer or anything? With, with, you know, like, 
No, no trailer. We always followed a trailer because we went camping. We had like the whole trailer. Dad was a, a truck driver, so he knew how to pack. And this trailer was so packed down, I'm surprised the axle didn't break. But then we put the dog back there too. We had a German uh, German short air pointer, and, he, and he'd be in in the trailer, in the space in the trailer. So we'd take off. One day we was, took a road trip. We set it out to California. When we get out to around Texas, and we're all laughing our butts off, and mom and dad was wondering what what we're laughing at. The dog got out of the pen, was standing on top of the trailer, going down the road like seventy mile an hour, looked like Superman up there flying. <laughs> Everybody's blowing their horns. And, you got a dog in your trailer? <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious. Oh my that was. Gosh. We used to play a game called the word game. This is something my grandmother taught us. Uh, So I would say a word like down and then Erica would be next and she would have to come up with letter N because that was the last letter in the word that I said. And you couldn't repeat the you couldn't repeat the words. So nobody ever could say the word down again. Right. So, you know, she would say night and then Timmy would have to come up with a T and whatever Timmy said. And it kept going around. And. It's odd enough that I taught this game to my niece and my nephew because my family lives in in Georgia. So I would literally leave on a Friday night, drive down all the way to Georgia, pick up my nieces and nephews and bring them back to Pennsylvania the same weekend. So I'd drive down Friday night, pick them up. Saturday night, I'd head right back home and they would stay up here for like a month or so at a time. And then I'd take them. And at that point, when I returned them, my brother would meet me halfway in Lake North Carolina. And <laughs> funny enough, my my youngest nephew, Connor, was wanted to play the game, but he was only like maybe four years old at the time. So he wasn't like big on knowing a lot of words. And we had stopped at a rest stop and my cousin was with me and she was trying to feed the squirrels goldfish so when we were playing this game and it got to the letter n for connor we're like oh what do squirrels eat and he's like goldfish (laughs) i honestly thought he would say nuts but (laughs) we're talking about the the cracker goldfish and not the yeah cracker goldfish yeah the the, the pepperidge farms right right and that's just one of those memories that will always hang in my head I did. I, real goldfish. I remember road trips like <clears throat> being down in Louisiana and my mom deciding to take all the kids to go see her sister in Texas. And that was like throw everyone in grandma's Lincoln Town car. No one wears seatbelts. How many of you can you fit? A ton. I mean, you <laughs> could fit a ton of us in that thing. Mm-hmm. And she would drive. It was only like a four and a half hour drive. I don't know how many games were involved, but that was always super fun. I mean, Flat all the way. We never wore seatbelts. I mean, they had Mm -mm. just belt the belt, you know, for your lap back then. Seatbelts weren't a law when I got my driver's license, and that was in 1986, and it still wasn't a law. I I that's when it was made a law. That that wasn't a thing for a couple years until after I got my driver's license, and then when it first became a law, I was like, I'm not doing it. (laughs) But then when they decided to say that you could pay for it get pulled over for it okay fine whatever did you guys ever make your own toys and stuff when you was kids we used to make scooters you know how they got the kids now it's got like skateboards and stuff like that 
Well, back when I was young, we took a two by four, took a pair of old roller skates, the metal roller skates, and you can take them apart. And then we just nail them on the bottom of a two by four. Then we nail another two by four up for a handle when they'll cross brace. And that's what we would use for our scooters back then. I mean, that's the key. You're talking about the fact that you used to hammer in nails as a child for fun. They well, we, don't yeah. do that anymore. I know, but but didn't you ever give your kids that little play set where they had the little hammer and stuff and the blocks? The kids absolutely, loved them. of course, kids love them blocks. They pound on them and make stuff with them. And I did, and they liked it. I mean, they still like to make stuff. My kids make me potholders every Christmas with that stupid little plastic board. Oh my God, and do you remember those? And oh, we yes. used to do that when they were little. So, right. and, and I was like, yeah, I'm good, you guys. And they're like, nope, we're making pot. They make me potholders every Christmas. I get potholders for my kids. It's fun. Christmas was the greatest cute. time. Oh my God. Uh, what was, oh, um, shoot. I just had a thought in my head and I lost it. Oh, when you were talking about building stuff, you know, not this is not an endorsement for Lowe's, but at Lowe's they have kits where you can get to work with your kid to make like birdhouses or like little cars and stuff. And now yeah, I know I my stuff. Lowe's used to, but I think they stopped it because of COVID. Um, but they used to have like a Saturday, one Saturday a month where you could take your kid in and they would give them like an apron and they would stand there and teach them how to make stuff. I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah it was really cool. It was really something neat that they did. And I don't know if they do it anymore because I don't see any signs up for it. But it was really because it's something different. And a lot of kids don't have those experiences anymore. But I used to buy those kits and have my nephews over and my husband would work with them and put the stuff together. So. Little yeah. kids love that stuff. You can they buy them do. expensive gifts, and I'll throw that away, and, and they'll go after the simplest, simplest things that they love. Just cardboard boxes. Well, absolutely. I, my, I remember my my nephew was my oldest nephew, who's now in the Coast Guard. He, uh, he was home for Christmas. I think it was he was like two or three years old, and I bait all these expensive, all these really cool gifts for him and stuff, and the one thing he was playing with was the stinking cardboard box. And I'm like, seriously? <laughs> you know what? You talk about cardboard boxes. We used to have some pretty good size hills around the neighborhood. But we'd, take, we'd find refrigerator boxes, big boxes like that. Mm -hmm. And you could get inside the box and play tractor and get inside the box and get the box rolling. Mm -hmm. And you can get on the hill like that. Have you guys we ever did, done anything? We like rolled that? in boxes. We rolled in tires. We rolled oh, in big, oh. giant Lincoln logs that you could put together. I mean, we we used to race the school bus. We would walk to the top of the street, which was a giant hill. And when we saw the bus coming up the hill, we would take off running and try to get all the way back down to the bottom where the bus picked us up. Okay. <laughs> like every morning, we would try to outrun the bus. We I, I don't. I don't even know how kids have fun these days. You talk about tires. There used to be a construction company close by my house, and they used to have these big tractor tires. And, yes. you know, and they would throw them out because, you know, after a while. And we go, we went over and asked them if we could have a couple. And we're rolling this huge tractor tire up this hill, and we get inside the tire. That's yep. what I'm talking yeah, about. We used to do stuff like that all the time. You'd roll down the hill and you'd be so dizzy. You'd get up barfing your brains out. Throwing up, right. up and yeah. everyone's laughing. Oh, it was the greatest gosh. thing ever. And then you're like, yeah. I'm next. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you ever do that, Rosie? Or just rolling down a hill, like laying on your side and just rolling down the hill. Well, yes. We didn't ever have access to any big tires, but uh, I don't know. We were, we were woodsy 
you know, kind of stuff. We'd go out and build, build forts, right? Yeah. Or forts. we'd dam up the creek. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't or dam we'd, uh, you know, find a sandbar and we'd dig a, you know, dig like little canals and stuff in it. And then we'd catch crawdads and oh. put them in there and make them fight each other. And <laughs> Talk know? about digging That's trenches. That's awesome. The, not that I had a beach, but we have a big lake that has like the sand beach on it. And we used to go there all the time. Now we don't because... There's a lot of city people that come in now, and it's kind of like always weird. But you don't like city people. Uh, not to say they don't like city people. I don't like the city people who are drinking and throwing stuff in the water, like right. dirty diapers. That's disgusting. Ugh. Um, but when I was a kid, my mom would, my mom and her friend would take, we'd get all the kids together, and we'd go out there, and we'd always try to dig a big hole a far away from the lake, and then we'd dig a trench. And try to get the water to come down the trench and in to fill up the hole. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just weird stuff. We used to bury each other in the sand in the beach. You you dig a dig a hole and bury it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I think yeah. uh I think they Is still their head do that. sticking out or something like that. I yep. think they still do that. Yeah, I'm sure kids still do stuff like that. Yeah, now they're really creative with it. They bury you in the sand and then they make a mermaid tail out of your bottom part. And they put designs in the sand and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they get get crazy with burying each other in the sand. Building sand castles and stuff. But I still don't think they take anywhere near the amount of risks that we took. Like I've told stories to friends, like people I meet from other places about things my friends and I used to do when we grew up. And they're like, you know, that's a felony, right? I'm like, what? I thought everyone did that stuff. I, I I just don't, I don't know what kids do these days. They sit in the house. I mean, I don't see, my kid, I never let my kids sit in the house like that. We were right? never home. Rusty, did you have a like, camp out in your fort you'd build out in the woods like that? You go out there and like spend the night and stuff out there? Yes. That was a lot of fun. We, You know, it wasn't far away from the house, so we just go out there and camp in, in the Yeah, in the I fort. don't think we ever stayed outside in the forest, but we used to build forts in our living room. Every so often, yeah. my dad would yeah, let us yeah. have like uh, we would drape this, like Blanks bring the kitchen stuff. chairs out and yeah, drape yeah. the drape the stuff, and then we'd lay there and watch TV late into the well, not really that late into the night because at midnight it shut down. But you know, we were always having to go to bed between eight thirty and nine o'clock, even in the summer when there was no school. We had to stay on a schedule because I remember going to bed when the sun was still out and it used to irritate me. And I would always scream at my dad that the sun was out and he's like, do you want me to knock your lights out? (laughs) (laughs) If you really need it to be dark, I can help you, but I don't think that's what you really want. Building forts in the house was cool. Yeah, that was, that's another thing. I, that is, I always tried to think, what was it that I had fun with when I was a kid? And then I would try to do that with my nieces and my nephews. <clears throat> flashlight hide and seek. Oh yeah. Oh, yes, flashlight tag. That is the best. You did that in the and you all you yep. need for that is a basement. You yep. just go down in the basement and shut off the lights. Yeah. I mean, we actually did that in the cemetery. We had a cemetery close by and we played flashlight tag up there. That was a blast. Or imagine if you did that now, Timmy, if somebody oh, saw a bunch of flashlights going around in the cemetery, oh, they're calling they're calling the police. That'd be cops you can't even do that anymore. We used to. There used to be a, a city cop that would come to the come to, and it just pretty. He knew he pretty much just chased us out of there. He didn't do anything, but we would always somebody scream out the fuzz, <laughs> and come the fuzz. Everybody's scattering. You see people running all over the place. We never tore up our 
our cemeteries. We actually we took did, care of them. We did because other we things. We actually took care of them. We mowed we, them and stuff so we could play it there. I mean, we're talking about how much harder we played, right? Oh, man. We, but we worked harder. Yeah, we were you so know, you were like you were like eight years old and, and you were emptying the dishwasher. You had chores, real chores. That's when another were, when when we were young, not like fake chores. Like you have to, you know. Oh, they were real. Yeah. Like, right, they weren't simple. Like you had, you were scrubbing toilets. You We're were talking cleaning about the house. There were so were, many of us kids. My parents had a gold mine because we had an assembly line for the dishes. Everybody had a job. Then we'd fight over that. Somebody, they call it red up the dishes. So they read them and kind of rinse them off. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else would wash them and then somebody else would dry them and then somebody else would put them away. You're right. And we would have, I mean, dishes were such a thing in my house with all, with five kids that it was get the dishes caught up. Because yeah, yeah. there was always dishes. Oh, but yeah, right. go, get the, go get the dishes caught up. Like, yeah. more kids okay. Than that you more. didn't... I mean, we've, we had to put our own laundry away. Somebody might have been on putting them in the wash. Somebody might have been on taking them out of the wash. And somebody was on folding them. And somebody was on putting them away. I mean, I'm, we just did. We washed the cars, the family car. Yeah, Not the car mm-hmm, that we drove. Yeah. I didn't have a driver's license, but I had to do that. And yeah. we mowed the lawn. We were weeding. We yeah. were doing, we were helping take care of the house. Exactly. And so I... Oh. Don't think kids do that anymore. Did you get paid for your chores? No. No. You until, helped out for no. the family. Yeah. Oh, I mean, right. that wasn't until maybe when you were in high school. I, but I, I no. Nope. I remember nope. my dad was like, if you want to get paid for something, go get a job. Right. Go have somebody else pay you. There and it is. I'm, not pay, I'm not paying you to do stuff that you live here too. You live You're here. You're going to help. You have a roof over your head and food on the table. This is what you right. do to keep that. Right. I, my my chore was to... Now, I had two brothers, by the way. So this chore was bullshit. Sorry, I cannot believe this was my chore. I had... So we lived on the side of a mountain. And I had to drag the garbage to the bottom of the driveway. Now, let me just mind you that we did not have a garbage can with wheels on it. In fact, we did not even have a garbage can. I used to have to drag garbage for a family of five down the hill to put at the bottom of the driveway every week. And I always thought that that was the biggest BS. My older brother's chore was to feed the dog. Oh, wait, what? No. But my chore was the garbage. I had to do the garbage. There she goes whining. I'm like, I'm the girl. Why is it my chore to feed the dog? Why do I have to drag like three bags of garbage down to the bottom of the driveway every week? It's not fair. (laughs) Call them ambulance. Call them ambulance. You got to switch them up. But you know know what? Switch the chores up. It, It was the one thing that earned to me was that my dad didn't treat me different because I was a girl. He's like, if you, you can do this. So I used to hate it because it was disgusting and I didn't want to touch the bags and I was always like whining about it. (laughs) Surprise, I was whining. But my brothers had bullshit chores. Like uh, we used to have a mulch pile. So all the scraps from dinner, my brother had to walk a thing to the garden and put it in the pile. My other brother had to make sure the dog was fed twice a day. I had to do the stupid garbage and I hated it. Who is the golden child in your family? My older brother. That's why you hated him. That's why you... (laughs) No, I love my older brother. My Great. older brother and I get along. It, when he went into the military is when him and I actually became close because he sent me this letter. And actually, I think I still have it somewhere 
about how he is sorry, how he was always mean to me and picking on me and he was going to be a better brother. And he wrote that to me when he was in basic training. That's cool. Yep. That's very sweet. I know. I I, I mean, I think think kids... I think the kids these days are, are, you know, going to be very, they, they got to be, well, they're not having a hard time. You know why they're not? Because they're given everything. No. Even when they get out, like we keep saying, when you get out into the real world, you're not going to be given anything. But they are. They just got out into the real world and decided to give themselves everything. Well, and not even that, but... I know people that still like help pay their kids bills and stuff, even though they're out of college, they're on their own. They need something done with their car. They're paying for it. Um, If, and I'm just like, wait a minute. I couldn't even get a car when I was a teenager until I could pay for the car and my car insurance. Like that was a rule. If you want it, you have to earn it. You have to pay for it. So I didn't get my first car until I was 18 because that's when I finally had saved up enough money to pay for the insurance and a car. Right. And you and all the work you put in while saving, like not getting an immediate reward for all of that work to save up the money to buy that car. They don't have any idea what it's like to work for something that is not immediate gratification. The really yeah. cool thing with my family, my dad taught all of us how to work on our cars when we was old enough to get cars. Oh. So we saved a ton of money by knowing what to do and how to that work That is very was, cool. He okay, was now constantly wait. working on our cars. Doing Rusty stuff. will tell you, um, uh, like my dad did that too. I had to know how to change a tire and he made me change the oil yes. in the car. Which I was, was just going to say that. But it has turned me into a tire Nazi. I am a freak about the tires on my car. And Rusty will tell you because he listens to me all the time talk about the air in my tires, the air in my tires, something's wrong with my tire. (laughs) It's horrible. But I do think it's valuable. You have to know those things. I think that's impressive because my dad was the same way with me. I had to learn how to change my oil and a tire before I was even allowed to go get my permit. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I don't care about drivers. They're not going to teach you what they're going to teach you how to make a phone call. If you're stuck on the side of the road, you need to know what to do. This. I was like, okay. I also had the bonus of having a father who was a firefighter. So I had a whole survival kit I had to carry in my truck. Nice. I always had a go bag since birth. (laughs) Right. That's awesome. (laughs) I want. I had flares and a fire extinguisher and I had extra blankets and extra water and oil and antifreeze and a, I a big say, freaking flashlight. I do oh. remember when I left for college, my dad put a giant pink toolkit in my car. Like, oh, and a toolkit. Yeah, It was like a giant pink toolkit. I had like a pink hammer and some pink screwdrivers and stuff oh. and a pink tape measure. I was like, I wasn't allowed to have any of that stuff. <laughs> oh, I had to because I was leaving. No, I, I meant it wasn't allowed to be pink. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I guess he thought that if he made it pink, I would do it myself. But I still just found some guys in the dorm to put my fan together. So and here's the thing. Even Rusty's though I learned- very mechanical. Rusty built stuff when he was younger. He went like that motorbike and all that stuff you built, Rusty, and model airplanes. And- yeah. Um, and, and I made sure my daughter knew how to change the oil and knew and could change a tire. And she's done it with boys her age standing around going, oh, I don't know what to do. Right, oh. right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Cool. Hopefully she doesn't date any of them. Yeah, well. <laughs> now she's married to one. 
<laughs> well, thank God she knows what she's doing. Jumper yeah, cables. Remember. That was the other thing. Jumper cables. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Because Although I made now. the mistake of forgetting that you once you have it hooked into the good car that's running, you shouldn't let the two... <laughs> My mom used to get so mad when I first got my car. I had a, got a 62 Chevy I bought for 25 bucks off a friend of the family. I was gone. My mother never saw me again. Once I had that car, I was gone everywhere. Gone. Picking up, riding around with my friends and stuff. She's nope. so mad. We like, really couldn't wait for our independence, but I feel like today kids want to be at home. They don't care. Yeah. They don't, well, or they want to be, they want their freedom, but they don't actually want to be independent. No, no, that's right. They, they, they want they you want to leave to them alone. care of and just do whatever the hell Just they pay want. the bills, leave them alone. But don't you stay alone. Come back next week for another Damn It with Beaver. And as you enter the week, don't let the world get you down. You just say, damn it, and you move on. Erica, Timmy, Lord Reverend Professor Rusty Lugnuts, and this beaver are out of here. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.